following program is presented by Tracy Austin of New Mentality PC and Mental Edge Fitness Solutions. Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this show is designed to provide you with education, tips, strategies, and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. Today's show is going to be super special. If you have moms, dads, cousins, uncles, go wake up the neighborhood and tell them to get on right now and check out this show or make sure you have them run it back and play it again. It's going to be an amazing show today, and I cannot wait to introduce you guys to an incredible energy that I've had a chance to align with in the last month. Um and if you're joining me for the very first time, welcome and thank you. This is the Mental Fitness Matters show. Uh, you can go to TracyAustin.com where you can download the Mental Fitness Matters podcast. You can check out YouTube videos so that you never miss a show. And to my frequent listeners, thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. Every single week, the comments and the love, I appreciate you. All right, guys. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And every 19 seconds, someone somewhere is diagnosed with cancer. And behind every breast cancer survivor and or fighter, there's a story with the power to uplift and inspire others. And I am honored today to share and hold a space with an incredible woman that has been inspiring me online I've been able to check out some of the videos that she does on Instagram and just her positivity, her energy as she's facing one of the most challenging battles of her life. She's still inspiring people from all over the country. Sonya Dalton, affectionately known by her friends as Sonya D and business colleagues as Sonya D, is a former pro baller. She's an author. She's a celebrity fitness trainer. She's a life coach, a model, an inspirational speaker and the owner of Total You. This amazing force has been changing the lives of others for over 30 years. And today she's joining us on the Mental Fitness Matters show to share her journey, her passion, and how she's staying mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally fit as she's facing one of the most challenging battles of her life. Sonia D, welcome to the Mental Fitness Matters show, woman. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I have to say this morning I woke up in a very different mindset. And, and that goes uh, to a big thanks to you. Um, it's been a struggle, but I tell you what, God is truly good. And I'm truly grateful to be amongst the living. So thanks to you for that residue falling on me to inspire me and to get up this morning feeling super great and super excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to know to yourself as you're saying that you are um, an inspiration. Like I said, I've been watching you from afar and the work that you do. And feel free if you would like to take a few minutes just to kind of let the audience know a little bit about your background, your journey, and we'll kind of get into where we are today. But you have been an inspiration to so many. And I'm just grateful to be on the other end to be able to kind of share that energy with you that you give out on a daily basis. So the feeling's mutual. Thank you so very much. Um, just a little bit of background. I mean, there's so much that I probably could share with, with everyone uh, about who Sonia D truly is. Um, but I was uh, born and raised in a small town in Virginia uh, named Ridgeway, Virginia, which is on the outskirts of Martinsville, Virginia, actually right across the North Carolina line. I had the opportunity to have both my mom and my dad. 
uh, present with me, my mother. Uh, we lost several years ago uh, to an unexpected death um, that took me into another transition of greatness um, into my life. Uh, my father, who is 88, who's doing great, um, still in Homer, Virginia, and I have and blessed with four beautiful siblings, um, um, three are older. I have an um, older brother, two older sisters, and I have a younger brother, but I'm truly the baby. He's the <laughs> younger one, but I'm the baby. And just grew up in Martinsville, Virginia, um, as a country girl, raising tobacco, running through gravels, barefoot, and doing all the things. I was a tomboy at heart, um, graduated from uh, Drew Mason High School, Parade All-American in basketball, was recruited by schools across the nation on full scholarships, uh, was the only person still to this date to be Parade All-American as a junior, and just, you know, learned a lot as a country girl and, and living there and inspired me and propelled me to be the lady that I am today and went off to uh, college, started off at uh, Virginia Tech, left Virginia Tech early, went and got a, another degree at Johnson C. Smith University. I needed that black exposure experience and then was drafted to play uh, in the pro league, uh, the, the first league, um, played a few years there. The league folded due to a lot of reasons. Um, and then stepped out on, well, went through a lot of other different things, through some blood clots on my heart and lungs um, due to a knee surgery. Doctors called my family in and said I wasn't going to live. But look at God, I'm still here today. Yes. Um, so I went through a lot of different experiences and a lot of different hurt and pain throughout life. That's just a little hint because I know that our time is pressing. I want to make sure that I get to the questions that you guys have. And, and then upon that, I, I came out of playing retired. Uh, God spoke to me and, and had a whole new direction for me. And so I came out, adopted a community here in Charlotte at this time, First Ward. Um, that was very rundown and very poor, uh, roach mice infested. And I adopted that community and would go into that community every Saturday and give back to those, those young people and inspiring and motivating and loving on them and just giving and giving and giving. And then um, uh, went into the Charlotte-Mecklenburg school system where I broke a lot of rules in Charlotte-Mecklenburg <laughs> school system. So it was a love-hate thing for me, but my heart was with the kids. And so I didn't mind. I just took chances and I took risks. And I saved a lot of lives um, while being there. So, and was head basketball coach, um, took West Charlotte High School girls through the first championship that they had ever had in 52 years and just molded there until God moved me from, from um, Charlotte Mecklenburg school system. And then I opened up my business, been in business for close to 30 years now, um, behind the walls of brick and mortar, slaving, <laughs> for real slaving <laughs> every single day and just really caring about my clients, mind, body, and spirit. And so then just recently, um, I've shut down Total You by Sonia D due to, first it was due to COVID um, when they shut down all gyms. And then not even a month after COVID is when we stepped into the journey that I'm, that I'm on now. And not sure if you've got questions or you want me to go into, you know, go into that. So you direct me and I'll follow your lead. <laughs> but um, as to what you want me to go in. But that's just a quick glimpse yeah. of Sonia D. Uh, a lot, a lot has happened uh, in my life. A lot of great things, a lot of not so great things, but I'm truly, truly, truly grateful more so for the things that have not been so good because when we're in our darkest times, those are the times that we learn. And I'm not afraid to experience pain and hurt because that's my growth. That's my success. Mm. So I'm um, always elated about 
those experiences that I have. And a lot of times people are turned off and they get afraid when they're reached with challenges or when they get no answers or when they have falls and failures in their life. To me, that's my drive. That's my motivation. That's my get up. I don't fall, fall backwards. I fall forward in life. And that's that's that. I love that. I love to stay in the flow of that energy. I think where you're going with this in the same sense of talking about kind of your journey coming up and really feet to the ground, getting into places and kind of creating space to see people, to help people, to inspire people um, and helping them become the best version of who they are. And now you're in a place in your life. There's one of the challenging moments. Was it last year that you were diagnosed with breast cancer? It was. It was July the 24th of 2020. I was diagnosed malignant neoplasma of my right breast, estrogen receptor positive, um, which had moved into my lymph nodes. Um, So the crazy thing about it, Tracy, is I know my body, like know my body from from the smallest of a fingernail hanging off. And so one day um, I was doing some uh, training virtual because, of course, I had to go to virtual training and I felt weird. My body felt weird. But it felt like the same experience I had when I threw my pulmonary embolisms years ago as, a, as, a, as an athlete. So in my head, I said, wow, I'm throwing some blood clots. Let me get to the emergency room. So I reached out to one of my friends. I went into the emergency room, told them, hey, you know, I feel like I'm throwing some, some blood clots. They said, based on what you're telling us, it, it truly sounds like it's Sonia. Um, They went in, they did some blood work. My blood work came back slightly elevated, which meant something was going on. And they said, we, you know, we're pretty sure that it's some blood clots. And so they did our chest scans, chest x-rays, EKG, and all the things that they would do came back and they totally hit me upside the head and said, "Um, you have a large mass on your right breast. Yeah. And it's pretty big and we need you to get it checked ASAP. That was on a Sunday. And um, it was a moment of, God, is this real? And I never wanted to accept what the doctor told me in the emergency room. And then immediately I went right into following up with my primary physician and making appointments to see a surgeon, a radiologist, and an oncologist, because that's the order that you have to do. So I went in, my primary physician examined me. Of course, he felt lumped that I had never felt ever and didn't want to say that it was cancer. He just said that there is a mass there. And until you are tested, then we don't want to jump to a conclusion. And of course, immediately I went into and had a mammogram and then they had to do uh, biopsy and all kinds of tests from that point on and came back almost yeah. um, moving very aggressive. And so I went in to see my surgeon and prayed about my surgeon, met my oncologist, met the radiologist, and immediately they had to start aggressive chemo. And um, that, that chemo is one of the hardest thing that I have ever in my life experienced cancer chemo. So that was my time of losing all of my hair. Um, To this day, I just never embraced, never accepted the fact that I lost my hair. And it has nothing to do with vanity. It has nothing to do with people saying, you're not your hair. It was just something that I just could not adjust to was being bald. I felt like I lost all my femininity. 
I felt like there was just a lot of things that I lost with being bald and losing hair everywhere. I didn't mind the hair loss everywhere else, but me having to wear a hat every single day because um, I'm definitely not a wig girl. Um, but I ended up, did, of course, getting wigs made. And so I went through aggressive chemo. Then I went through the second phase of chemo where you lose your lashes and your eyebrows. And for those of you that are listening, um, I had to learn this too. If a person never loses their hair during chemo, that means that they never experience what they call the red devil, which is aggressive chemo. Anytime that you go through the red devil, you will lose your hair, the third treatment, the third treatment. I don't care what you do, what you say, you will lose your hair. Went into the second phase of chemo, lost my eyelashes and my brows. That was another thing. I had the lady who does my brows to, to make me eyebrows and my makeup artist was coming and paying brows and lashes. It was just so much, um, you know, for me to adjust to. And then I think the biggest thing as chemo progressed, um, there is a chance anytime that you're on chemo that you can get neuropathy, which is nerve damage. So me being the fighter that I am, tried to push through the neuropathy or tried to push through so that I could complete the chemo. I developed neuropathy, extremely bad, still dealing with it to this day. As a person who has worked out for a lifetime, this is something that I have done for a lifetime. I'm not that athlete that fell back, gained weight, did all those bad eating habits. I've been on my journey of being a lifestyle fitness expert for myself for a lifetime. So when it got to the point where the neuropathy got bad, where my balance is off, I can't feel my toes, I can't do some of the physical drills mentally, it played on me extremely, extremely bad. And I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about those, but I'm just giving you a rundown of the it. things that you want it, Tracy. Yeah. So I, I picked up neuropathy very, very, very bad, um, along with all the other things that come with cancer and chemo from nausea to vomiting to headaches to sleepless nights. Um, I also had to have a blood transfusion during this time and uh, had my blood transfusion maybe on a Thursday. On Saturday, I had a, picked up an infection from... Um, from the blood transfusion, two days later, I had some more pains, went into the hospital, was throwing some PEs. My lungs on the bottom part was loaded with uh, blood clots. So I was hospitalized for two days, told them, get me out of here. I miss my clients. I was in the hospital training my clients in bed <laughs> and wow. sending a message of workouts. From that, I got what they call C. diff, which is one of the worst infections that you can pick up from a hospital. Um, that threw me off a loop with, um, uh, it's very highly contagious. Um, so I picked up C. diff. <laughs> so then they stopped everything. Uh, my chemo had to be stopped because the neuropathy and everything else was getting bad. It was very stressful. And I had to go into emergency surgery because my cancer um, was very bilateral um, and it was in my lymph nodes. So when I went into it, you know, my doctor, who's a godly man, um, said that if we go in and it's worse than what we're seeing on our eye, do you give us permission to remove your breasts? And of course I did. Went in, um, they did not have to remove my entire breast. They had to only remove one fourth of my breasts, but my lymph nodes were unrecognized, which was not good. So they removed six lymph nodes, which sent me into the possibility of getting lymphedema. So if you name it, Anything that they said, possibility, 5%, 2%, 1%, Sonia D gets it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm with lymphedema. 
um, as you can see on my hand only, I have to wear a hand garment and I also have a long black sleeve on that I have to wear to try to get the lymphedema under control so that I won't have a large hand. Um, I know that you've seen people with large legs, large hands, and that's called lymphedema. Um, so we have that in my hand under control pretty much in my arm. Not great. I'll go back um, tomorrow for more tests for the lymphedema and picked up lymphedema under my right eye. Trust me, it's bad under my right eye. You guys can't see it. My makeup, my makeup artist came in this morning at seven o'clock, made me up so beautiful. Thank you, Ebony. And so those are just some of the things, you know, that I dealt with with the surgery. Then, of course, I had to go into radiation. My radiation was extended three weeks longer than the norm. Yeah. And now dealing with a hard implant because I do have breast implants. So my implant is very hard. It's very painful. Um, anytime you get lymphedema, you, you get into what they call cordon, where you have uh, heart tissue on the backside of your breast. So just dealing with um, a lot of different things that come along with cancer and, and chemo. Um, and if it, I could, I want to interject here, Sonia. I, I, thank you for sharing. Thank you for kind of walking us through what yes. a glimpse into what you've been going through over quite some time. And one of the things that I heard you say as you were kind of putting us up into this past year is your self-awareness, the knowing of your body, to especially being in the work that you have been called to do with helping people transform their lives through physical and spiritual and emotional fitness allowed you to be connected to who you are. Because it sounds like that understanding, that connection, that feeling allowed you to be able to say something's not right. That's right. Something's not right. Let me go seek and make sure. And and lo and behold, something was going on. So I I love that you shared that. And I, and I, I know that that's part of your purpose and your journey as you're on this path. And as you're talking about some of the ways that cancer has physically impacted all of who you are, how would you say, as you're getting the news, as you're going through the procedures, the treatments, how are you staying mentally fit? What keeps you in that place? What does mental fitness mean to you? And how do you stay mentally, spiritually, and emotionally fit day in and day out? Well, first of all, mental fitness means to me is taking control of the direction of your life. Yeah. Um, maintaining a state of well-being and cultivating awareness on how we think, how we behave, how we feel. It's self-acceptance, it's self-esteem, it's resilience, it's the ability to manage strong emotions. That's what mental fitness means to me. And that's what you exemplify. I'm sorry? That's what you exemplify. Well, thank you so very much. Everything you just shared. Oh, go right ahead. No, 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 sweetie. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I, I think I'm just excited and there's just so much to share this morning yes. until I just want to, I just get a little bit of everything. Go, go, go. The- flow, flow, flow. <laughs> sweetie, people, if, if I, let me tell you what slowed me down. When I was in my gym, Tracy, I was so busy giving, 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 giving 24 seven. I was in my gym sometimes seven days a week, definitely six days a week training from sun up to sundown. And I was hitting, getting my hands on everybody. And not only was I training them physically, I was training them mentally. I was training them spiritually. So when people came to my door, they got a hint of what total you is, mind, body, and spirit. 
because everybody that comes through your door and I had to have a sense of, of discernment to be able to tell what my client needed on that day. There were sometimes men and women, both children of all ages would come in who didn't need a physical workout. They needed a prayer. Mm. They needed realness. They needed to be life coached. They needed to be loved. They needed to be told that, as you say, to take one moment at a time, let's take baby steps. And that's what I gave every day and neglected myself. The only thing that I know to this day that I was doing great about myself was staying in physical shape and getting my spirituality in with the word. A lot of other stuff, I totally neglected myself until COVID hit, cancer hit. And then I started paying really attention to my mental and my emotions and being able to release and being able to heal. Now, I've always been a very direct, outspoken uh, uh, lady for a lifetime. Now I'm just learning some tactfulness with it. I, I'm very, <laughs> I'm, I'm much more careful in how I, it's what I say. It's not, it's how I say it, not what I say. So, you know, I've matured and grown a lot during COVID and cancer because COVID got me here first with the gyms being shut down to pay attention and baby and pacify my mental. Yes. I'm going to tell you people, I'm going to tell you this right now. You have got to be in tune with your mental. No different than you go out and you bust your butt in the gym, the same attention and more is required for your mental because it starts in the mind. Yes. If your mental is not prepared, ready, whatever the word you want to use, you're physically never going to get to the point. You're spiritually never going to get to the point. I, I don't care. you got to have some balance. We have to bring a balance between our mind, body, and spirit. Some of us spiritually here, mentally, physically, on the bottom, you have to bring balance. And even though we may waver, it's okay to waver, but you got to bring some balance. And that's what I have worked on for the last year and three months is my mental releasing, going back to that childhood, releasing those generational things that were not so good. And even some of the generational things that my mom and dad that were good were just overpowering, mm. you know, and just look at me and my family and the things that we're dealing with, with mental illness, because mental illness is real. Yes, It is real. And a lot of times people don't address that for embarrassment, for people saying that, especially in our black community, our black men, brown people were taught so much. Being strong means you can't cry. Being strong means you can't break down. Being strong, no, that's, that is not true. Being strong is when you release those things and you talk about those things so that you can bring healing, so that you'll be a great brother, you'll be a great father, you'll be a great leader, you'll be a great employee, et cetera. Love, love, love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're pouring out. So you just so, it's so innate in who you are. You have just given a whole word to everybody that's listening right now. And we thank you. We see you. And I'm so thankful that we're connected. Sonia, we're going to do a part two. You and I yes. have so much to do here. So much to. in this space. And as a trainer and as a coach and what you give out so much, it is your turn to receive, to be yes, in a position to get back all of the healing that you give. And I am so thankful that we're connected and that we're on this journey together. And I cannot yeah. wait to see what we have in store. We have about three minutes left. Our producer's letting us know we've got about three minutes left, but you and I are doing a part two. So community, as you're listening, stay tuned. We're going to do another part of this because there's so much more to get into around this whole topic and mindset and, and where we're going forward. How can people support you? I want you to say that on this call because you do so good about supporting other people. We have about two minutes left. 
left. How can they support you right now? All right, let me round this up in two minutes. You can support me by continue praying for me. You can support me by showing genuine, consistent love to me during this time because it is truly my time to reciprocate. You can support me because I am taking clients. I need clients. Yes. I want to up to you as a client. Um, please do that. You can also help me um, support me financially. I was hoping that we was going to have an opportunity to get into the torment and the emotional beatdown that I have received since me being diagnosed from Novant, from hospital calls telling me my bill um, being $115,000 plus yeah. and calling and threatening me about turning me over to collections and all of that on top of the fact that I'm fight fighting and I'm back on chemo again for those of you who want to know. I'm back on chemo twice a day. So you can support me financially, financially meaning going to my GoFundMe, cash app me, Zelle me, joining my gym. Where can they reach product. you on your GoFund and your social media? We got about 30 uh, seconds. Fund me on your link. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, we'll put that on the link. And community, we're going to have a part two. So we're going to get that done pretty quickly so they'll be able to get straight to you, Sonia. I want to say thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I see you. My community, I want you guys to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. Time goes by too quick here. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.